Good morning, everyone. It's a wonderful Tuesday today, and we are in love with Christ. Now, <clears throat> the reason that we love Christ is because he first loved us. Isn't that amazing? His love did it all and brought us in. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about the power, the purpose, and the experience of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I was raised King James Bible, so we called it the Holy Ghost. <laughs> but we've become modernized in some of our translations, and they refer to it now as the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Have you received since you believed? Before we do that, let me remind you that your <clears throat> subscription to YouTube and your like us and friend us on Facebook is always a big help for the outreach. Also, we've just started our uh, uploading to Instagram. You can have it on your iPhone or, of course, the computer. But it's been um, kind of fun to see that happen, and we're getting some activity there, see where people that perhaps haven't been with us before will be able to tune in. That's Instagram.com slash Dr. George Watkins, and you'll be able to get it on there. Now, here's the question. Have you received since you believed? How many of us have purchased an automobile, for instance, got into it, drove it down the road, and didn't know how to work the knobs and the bells and the whistles? Well, in my notes below, I gave a little scenario of doing the same thing. Drove down into Oregon, got there just about dark time and bought a, a used a, a classic Porsche from a friend of mine. Had never drove it, didn't take time to figure out how, how things went. And we jumped in and headed home. Well, it was dark on the freeway. I didn't know where the lights were inside. I couldn't see where the windshields, windshield switches were, didn't know how to work the heater. What a mess. Well, the car drove well, but the bells and the whistles just wouldn't work. How many, how many, 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 many of our sweet brothers and sisters have received Christ? And listen, this is the essential entrance into God. As to, as to many, as many as believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. But that question that was asked of Paul in Acts 19 to Apollos. Now, Apollos was a, must have been quite a speaker because he was convincing the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah just by scriptures. So he was a thinker, a scripture uh, he knew how to have oratory and so forth. Now, but he was missing something, according to our main man, the Apostle Paul, who did, what, 13 chapter, uh, books in the Bible or something like that. Now, he asked the question, have you received? And Apollo said, hey, I haven't even heard about this thing called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This happens in all of our meetings, all of our small groups or large groups, 
happens all the time. Someone has received Christ and the wonderful love of the Father. And as you might say, my ticket to heaven and, you know, I'm forgiven. But without that additional accessory. Now, don't take, don't get me wrong. I'm just using an example on an automobile. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is not just an accessory. I believe it's the engine in the car. So you say, well, wait a minute now. I've been born again. What about the Holy Ghost? Isn't he involved? I was raised uh, Pentecost, early Pentecost. And there was a, a pretty good slice of theology floating around. Not so much in my camp, I don't believe, but floating around that you couldn't get saved unless you spoke in tongues. Now, flat out, not true. Let's not go that way, okay? Now, when you come to Christ, you cannot come to Christ without the Holy Spirit bringing you to Christ. It is the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God, that brings you into salvation. And when you receive Jesus, you receive the fullness of God. All right? Let's settle that question. Why then was it important for Paul to say, have you received? There is this thing called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, Take a snapshot of you on the bow of a small little boat or some medium-sized boat in, a, in the waves of the lake or the ocean. Waves are coming. You're going forward. And every time you hit a pretty good wave, that, that water hits the bow and goes up over everything. You're baptized by the ocean or the lake. Another illustration, you're coming down the log ride at Knott's Berry Farm or, or one of those rides, and you're in the front seat. Guess who gets wet? Well, the baptism is like that, being overwhelmed or covered over or baptized. Paul asked Paul us a question in Acts 19 about that, and he said, well, I've been baptized by uh, John's baptism. John's baptism was for repentance. This baptism was for something else. John's baptism was before the cross. It was before the sacrifice, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And also it was before the Holy Ghost, uh, Acts 2-4, where the Holy Ghost came. And they were baptized and spoke in other tongues. So why the baptism if the Holy Spirit came, came with, with Jesus, the Godhead, and I can't get saved without the Spirit of God, then what's this baptism? This baptism is exactly meant to be what you experienced in the front of that boat. You were overwhelmed and covered over and inundated by that wave. You, when you speak in other tongues, it's right out of James. James says that uh, the tongue is small little fella, but it controls the whole body. Well, like a horse's bridle or a ship's rudder. 
the tongue will either get you going in the right direction or the wrong direction. You can get in trouble saying the wrong things and you can win the prize saying the right things. So the tongue is really the guide. So when the baptism comes in that experience of being overwhelmed, where you've, you just, you're just not there in the sense of control. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to steady myself and nobody is touching me. No, you yield to what you believe. And that is that God is in control. Now, the tongue then begins to speak a heavenly language without your guiding it. You're not manipulating. You're not making it up. You're not practicing. It is the spirit is speaking. Now, that's a signet, a sign, a seed, a beginning, a doorway. <laughs> get the point of what your life should be from then on. Submerged in God, covered by God, controlled by God, and your mouth will speak what God says. Well, <laughs> do we do it all the time? No, but we come back again and again in repentance, in the sense of repentance means you get back to the right spot. Repentance isn't, oh God, I'm so sorry, I'll never do it again. No, you repentance means you're elevated back to where you belong. You're going back to the top. Okay? So, have you received since you believe? Why? So that you can know how the, this thing works with the power of the Holy Ghost. I, I love the Spirit of God moving in a service or in my own personal worship in you know, meditation or study time. I am addicted to the power and to the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, how'd that happen? I had an experience that introduced me and I was hungry and I went into it and I went back again and again and again because I loved what I got. And I became, I have an unbreakable, <laughs> I don't want to break it, habit. I cannot live without the unction, fellowship, sweetness, empowering comfort of the Holy Spirit. Now, I encourage you today, if that hasn't happened to you, to ask the Lord to open up this revelation or this understanding. And if you haven't had that time of being baptized, find some place, some people, that will pray with you or will worship with you or find some place where there is an open heaven, as we say, where we call it revival or the anointing or the spirit of God. Something's going on beside dead men's bones. <laughs> you don't want to be, you don't want to be in a cemetery. You want to be in a place where there's, you know, the stirring of the Holy ghost. Hallelujah. Now get in there fellowship with that open your heart and ask him and he said if you would ask he would not give you a stone if you ask for an egg 
If you're going to ask for the Holy Spirit, he would give you the Spirit of God. Now, when you do that, believe that you have received and then let the baptism of the Holy Spirit come. Don't be waiting for, you know, for some lightning bolt. Believe that when you ask, you receive. The evidence will come. Will come. Amen. Well, that was just Tuesday kickoff for the week. I am determined. I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm determined for. Just all kinds of good stuff. I am determined that the Spirit of God is going to crack this thing that we're involved in. We are hearing the prophets and we are believing it. And there's a boatload of people praying all around the world in this country and other countries. And I believe we're seeing some a turning. I believe we're seeing some evidence of breakthroughs. So I am determined to keep pressing forward into what we're going to see as a, well, I think, I think the word revival is not fitting here something to do about a spiritual revolution. I mean, it's going to be a turn that is going to be serious. So keep your faith in that. Let your confession be there. God's God's doing works behind the scenes. We don't see yet, but the results are beginning to pop up. Have you received since you believed? Hey, if you have, don't forget to exercise. Use that language in prayer and worship. Use that language in tongues and interpretation. Use that language for the spirit, the spirit man to pray mysteries unto God, unknown to your mind at times, but you, you it, it, your spirit knows what he's saying. Amen. It's a great, it's a great way to go. Okay. Well, Wednesday's coming. I'll see you in the morning. Until then, don't forget, stay strong in the faith that you have been called exactly where you are. Your feet are on the right place. As I said yesterday, walk it out. Step on that ground God's given you and claim it for God in Jesus' name. God bless.